Hey y'all, I hope you're well. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare Boulevard. This is a podcast where we shine more light on healthcare and our goal here is to provide more options to people looking to choose healthcare as a career path, regardless of their background. My name is Sena Kakpomo and I am your host and creator here. I thank you for tuning in. I appreciate your support. Remember, you can tune in on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hey y'all, so back on the mic. <laughs> this is the second part of our, you know, what you gotta know about pharmacy or well, some of the some of the basic things I should say that one will want to know about pharmacy. And uh, last last episode i was on the mic we talked about what pharmacists do how to become a pharmacist and uh all the different settings pharmacists worked in so for today i'm still recording this one in maryland so um for today we are going to look at the history of pharmacists which it's going to be funny when I get there. Um, we'll look at how much pharmacists make. And again, I mentioned, I may have mentioned this before, but when it comes to income of any of the professions I'm covering in this, in, in, on, on this podcast, or anywhere really when you're looking at whether you're reading something. I'm sorry. I don't know how much of that you got. Again, I'm in a different setting. We're pretty close to the street and right uh, houses, like, no far from um, the fire station. And so that all results in sometimes unnecessary noise. So I'm going to try that again. When we're talking about income, right, and whether that's you're getting that information on my podcast over here at Healthcare Boulevard or you're getting it, you're looking it up yourself or you're reading about it on some blog or what have you, keep in mind that this is only either an average or a median, right? They may give you a range. So the all of these give you a solid idea of what to expect. Like if they say, for example, the the median pay is 120000 clearly you're not going to start off uh, getting paid somebody gives you an offer of 60,000 you know depending on where you are you likely you're gonna think twice about that or if somebody gives you an offer of 300,000 as especially as a new grad like ooh, okay you know it's out there but the thing the point I'm trying to make is look at it as a as an estimate as a um, as an average or what have you and it would depend the, the your actual income once you start working would depend on one your geographical location two where you are in your career your level of experience three um what what the setting is the clinical setting you know it's it's very likely and and oftentimes the case that a specialized profession professional makes it just a little bit more than a generalized professional you know what I mean? And so don't take these numbers that I'm giving you when it comes to 
income and get so grow to it and also don't necessarily expect that when you come right out of school right because this is median that or average that means there are lower prices there are higher prices there are prices that are right around that time but it gives you an idea okay especially when it compared to other professions that's the big thing that i want you to make you to use this for is when you're at a point in your life or your career where you're compared you're saying okay let me see i'm interested in two or three different things um i have a goal of certain level of finances i want to be in by the time i'm done with my education then this is a great tool to use to compare those things and so forth but don't get too tethered to it all right let's start with the history the history of pharmacy i'm literally not even gonna spend too much time on it because i'm, I'm really just covering this because i had that's my thing is to cover history of every profession i do talk about but as you may imagine unlike pa which is essentially came out of uh, the need for more primary care providers i hope you listen, listen to that episode if you haven't check it out um the pharmacist the 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 idea of pharmacy has been around for countless countless of years to give you an idea i'm looking at a timeline history here and they started 2100 years bce and the next thing is 130 to 200 years AD and the next thing is 200 I mean uh 100 1240 AD so all of these things right and so it tells you like, the idea and that makes total sense as long as humans have have existed to to to, to the best of our knowledge scientifically speaking anyways um there've been some sickness around right whatever that may be there been some some ailment so with ailment comes humans need and drive to find some cure and some treatment and some um yeah some treatment to the ailment so that makes total sense that pharmacy has it has its roots all the way before any of us or our ancestry can even remember being alive <laughs> um and so um i'm i'm gonna now if something you want to take it uh, something that might be useful or just something that we may recognize more is that in uh in 1852 that's when the american pharmaceutical now called pharmacist association or a apha first was first established right that was the first um so and then going back 1821 philadelphia college of pharmacy was created so i'm spending way more time on this than i want to so i'll just i'll just stop it there i'll put a link in there and you can dive in deep 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 if you're a history person and that makes your heart tingle please make your heart tingle <laughs> do your thing do your hearted service and make it tingle but I'm not gonna spend too much time on history. I've already spent much more than I need to. Okay, now let's close that uh, page and talk about um, income. So I went on all that rave about income and what not to do about the numbers I'm giving you. 
Now, you, if you watch the last, if you listen to the last time I did this, you know I like BLS.gov. Um, it's close to my heart just because it's one resource that I found very useful when I was lost and uh, um, needy comparison of careers and things like that. So, on BLS.gov. Uh, if you look at pharmacists, the numbers, these are the numbers they're giving me for pharmacist uh, income. It's uh, 128710 per year and $61.88 per hour, right? Again, of course, entry level is a doctorate degree. We already know that. Um, and then it, got, it goes into all the other shenanigans. But this, I'm only using this for the for the income and that's what it is 128 about and 61 about again that's a median now if you um uh, if you look at if you just type in pharmacist salary on google you have different options just like we did for peers you have um glass door is giving you 80,000 to 170,000 if you think about it again they're giving you over here based on city and I've mentioned I'm in Maryland right now, so the numbers I'm giving you because they're giving this per city is uh, Washington and Baltimore. So Glassdoor is uh, uh, 80,000 to 170,000. Again, that's a wide, very wide range, right? And that, of course, depending on, like I mentioned earlier, where you are, um, your location, where you, where you're working at, your experience level. Salary.com has 140 to 170,000, um, and then EOI economics release has 110 to 190. So, the takeaway is you are on average you're going to be around 100,000 depending on where you're practicing, right, and your level of uh, experience and so forth in your clinical setting so that's 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 the numbers those are the numbers the next thing i want to touch on real quick before i close this up is a uh, pharmacist versus pharmaceutical scientist okay so when you hear the word pharmacist or anything that has a uh, pharmaceutical science you know they're related right and we know that it's all about med medication, 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 treatment, 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 medication, medication, medication. Okay, what is then the difference between a pharmacist and a pharmaceutical scientist? A pharmacist is likely to be found, is more likely, it's oftentimes found in clinical settings. So, um, so if you are a pharmacist, you are likely working with patients. And, and so forth. Now, if you are a pharmaceutical scientist, what, you, what you're going to be doing, you're doing more so research. You are coming up with new medications or coming up with better routes of administrating medications. It's, you are doing the development, the development part and the research part and the study part, all the nitty-gritty science that, that is involved in coming up with medication and coming up with the right route and testing the medication, all that stuff, that's a pharmaceutical scientist versus a, 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 um, a pharmacist wherein you then, as a pharmacist, you learn what a pharmaceutical science have studied, you learn that, and then you educate the population and other community about that 
and you're patient about that. So it's two parts, if that makes sense. Um, so I hope that makes sense to you. So if you were like, I want to know about medications, but I don't want to work with I don't want to work with patients. I don't. I'm not a people person. I want to be in my own little world. That's where I work best, and I want to figure out the gem fancy medications to help um, people who are sick or what have you. Then you want to be a pharmaceutical scientist. If you're like, Mm-mm, I don't want to be stuck in the lab all the time or doing research. I don't like doing research, or, or at the very least, I want people interaction. I enjoy that. Then you're a pharmacist. There is. Uh, you can do a combination of a little bit of both. Of course, that will mean that you're doing more, you're um, extending your education because anytime you're combining two things, you're you're extending the time you're in school and so forth. And there are different routes to go. We'll talk again. I've mentioned it before, and I'm gonna say it again. These these summaries I'm giving you really are giving you a taste of the profession. And if you are strongly considering that profession, I highly recommend you listen to the interviews I do with pharmacists, pharmacist students, PAs, PA students, PT, PT students, and so forth as I grow, as we continue and I go through each profession. More than that, yeah, I recommend you talk to people. Um, I recommend you reach out to people. The next thing is uh, work-life balance. I try to include that for nearly every profession I speak of on the sh- on the show, on the podcast. Um, and the, f- this is not something I will share a link with because it just, it's not some, it's not scientific, it's not like cut and dry, right? And so from most of what I'm reading, scientists, I mean, sorry, pharmacists have a pretty good life, work-life balance. I will say again, it really depends on what you do what you're doing and what you want to do we've had like with any profession you can be working as a doctor and have a better work-life balance than a pharmacist or a PA or even an RN right you can be working as an RN or even a CNA or or a PA or a pharmacist and have like terrible work-life balance because you packed on your schedule and you have a goal of making as much money as possible or you just like to being out there so it really is dependent on the schedule you make for yourself and the schedule you're making is depending on where you're employed right but with you as you you may not have too many options coming out of uh i must say high school coming out of uh the coming out of school right first certified or what have you but as the years progress you will have more opportunities and pick for yourself, switch and mix what you will and will not do. Uh, and the opportunities are out there for any of these professions for you to, to build a schedule that works for your lifestyle here and there. And uh, that lifestyle may change. You may start you be like, oh, I'm, on a, I'm fine working 80 hours a week uh, when you're out of school, perhaps with no kids or, or family to... to um, to want to spend time with and, and care after and so forth but maybe five down five years down the line now you got a husband or wife and you have kids and you're like you know what i want to do no more than 30 hours a week or no more than 40 hours a week so i can spend time with my family or you want you have you now have a new hobby that you want to spend time on just because well that's a luxury that you want to afford for yourself as a life and that's totally fine whatever the reason is for you to change your lifestyle for whatever the reason is 
that causes you to want to change your schedule around to either gain more balance or lose some balance it's totally up to you um but the point i'm i'm trying to make is that the opportunities are out there you may not be right as you start thinking about changing your life uh, style or what have you but it is there you just gotta look for it um but that's it. That's that's it on life work work life balance for pharmacists. It's it's what I, everything I'm saying is saying it's great. Um, again, keep in mind that it's just it's just it depends on what you want. You can make anything out of any of these professions, and that's it. <laughs> all right, that's all I have for you today. Thank you again for joining me. I appreciate you. Please subscribe, follow, like, comment, and share. And uh, stay blessed. Bye.